When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, no matter what way, whatever you think of him, Scuba, the Australian Open was a far more beige uh, event without the presence of Nick Kyrgios, who uh, was revealed on the eve of the tournament, uh, unfortunately needed arthroscopic surgery on his knee and could not take part. It was a blow for the tournament, a blow for Nick and his manager and his friend, Daniel Horsfalls, joined us uh, on the line to discuss what happens next. G'day, Daniel. Appreciate your time, mate. No worries at all. How are you guys going? We're going well here. Well, we might as well start with, with I guess, the most pressing concern for for your client, Nick, in, in the sense of his of his health and his fitness and his availability. How did he come out of the other side of surgery? Um, look, the surgery went great, to be honest. Couldn't have really asked for a better result. So we're all pretty pleased. Like, team's just ready to go, you know. When he's ready, we're ready, so... So what does that what does that mean from now, Daniel? I mean, what are the what are, what does the schedule look like in the in the next little bit for for Nick? Yeah, so um, obviously he's in the knee brace at the moment. I think he might only have um, like movement up to seventy degrees, and I think we got a post op operation. Sorry, a post op appointment today, midday to you know test where it's at. But um, you know we've been, I guess, talking with the surgeon very closely most days, and also the physio and. You know, they're actually really, really pleased. He might be recovering a little bit faster than what we're expecting, so it's good news. And mentally, he's in a, in a, in a, in a good space? Yeah, no, mate, he's fantastic at the moment, you know. Just at home, playing Pokemon, eating his mum's food. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So. <laughs> oh, he's living the dream. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's, it's not bad. Never too old for Pokemon, Scoop. Daniel, have you looked forward to, you know, um, post-surgery when that recovery is there in a normal time, what the sort of six, 12 months looks like? Yeah, look, it's actually, it's interesting that um, obviously people think that an injury is usually, I guess, quite a negative thing on an athlete's body. But, um, you know, with tennis, a lot of things that players don't get is enough time to recover in general. Mm. You know, like you play all year round. So you don't really have, I guess, these off seasons where you can actually work on things that you might be lacking. So for us, I mean, obviously it's, you know, it's disappointing that Nick's had to have this surgery, but, you know, it means two things. He's had his knee cleaned up and he's going to be back better than ever. But also we have now this time because we have to focus and dedicate time to his rehab. He's actually probably going to come back fitter and stronger than he was, you know, this time last year. So, I mean, it's all green light as far as we're concerned. So realistically speaking then, uh, Daniel, what what would you and he envisage to be his, I guess, first, you know, major tournament once once he's up and running? Or is that just too far, too many unknowns at this point? Look, I mean, we always schedule things, but it's tough, you know. I don't want to, like, obviously, yeah, I am his manager, but I'm his friend first. Yeah. So, you know, I try not to push him. You know, obviously we have a lot of sponsor commitments and all sorts of things going on, but, you know, if he's not ready to play, I'm not going to say to him, hey, mate, if you don't get out there, like, you know, you're not going to get paid. It's, it's. I think we're beyond that. So as soon as he starts to feel good, mate, you'll see us on the tennis court. Mm. So. You mentioned you were his friend first, manager second. I think, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but you took over management responsibilities for Nick maybe 2020 and then obviously COVID hits and the like. Did you ever think, Daniel, when you, you took over that you'd be uh, a star on the small screen? I mean, I've only just finished watching on Breakpoint. What was it like watching yourself back on that Netflix doco? 
you know, it's funny. I um, I told my mum obviously like last year that we were filming this show, and we were a part of this this bigger Netflix series. And you know, when it came out, she messaged me. She said, "Oh, I just finished watching you on the TV. You look good." I was like, "Mum, there's one thing I know for sure. I'm the best looking five foot seven red bearded bloke on Netflix now." <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. It was. It was. It's actually really interesting. You know, like having them follow you around for a whole year. It's uh. It's pretty full on, but the blokes are super nice. Like it's, they're not really intrusive, but it's interesting. You always catch yourself, you know, thinking, man, should I have said that? Or like, yeah, you know, I wonder what they're going to show, but because man, they have hours and hours of footage. So, Daniel, can you give us some insight? We were talking earlier this morning about you know the Australians going away to play Test cricket in in India, and then some of them go straight to the IPL and then do a tour of England. So they 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 they're gone, you know, really for a pretty much. Six months, you know, you you won't yeah. six or seven months, you won't see them back here in, you know, at home in their home country. Yeah, what what's it like on the circuit? You know, how draining can it be? Well, I think a lot of people look at tennis lifestyle as like a glamorous lifestyle. Um, you know, and it, I'm sure there's a few people in Melbourne though that that listen to this show. They're involved with tennis. You know, it's it's definitely not like flowers on the other side, that's for sure. It's it's really stressful, a lot of travel, a lot of sleepless nights, just from jet lag, you know, traveling to a different country most weeks. Um, and for Australians especially, it's really tough. You know, if you're not a player that's, you know, well inside the top 50, you know, you have to force yourself to stay outside of Australia to play these extra tournaments to pick up, you know, ranking points wherever you can. You know, whereas Nick, you know, I guess we're lucky in that sense where he gets to spend as much time at home as he can you know, we don't have to play those smaller challenger tournaments or, you know, we can miss out on some of the 250 events, you know, and trade that for time at home. But, you know, people like like John Millman's a perfect example. You know, he's he's a fantastic tennis player, but his ranking tends to slip just a little bit. So he has to stay out. He's, he's out of the country for, I don't know, maybe eight months a year. So, like, it's it's pretty brutal, to be honest. I'm really interested in your journey, Daniel, and the change your life has undergone in the last couple of years, as I mentioned. I don't know you're in real estate initially. Uh, I think you got yeah. into some creative stuff like, but you know, painting sneakers and the like. And you have been Nick's friend for a while. I mean, the dynamic between the two of you when you go from friends, not just friends, but friends and you know, in business together effectively, which is what you are. Is it been delicate? Has it been challenging? You know, when when your friendship can become a you know overlaps with with business as well. Um, not at all, really. I think I did a really good job of establishing the boundaries of, you know, what work is and when, you know, work has to happen. You know, so I'll, <laughs> I'll make it very obvious. I'm like, mate, these next five minutes is strictly business and then I'll just hammer in with everything, you know, and that's when I try to throw in the left rights when I'm saying you're doing this wrong or you need to do this. And then, you know, I'll finish it off by peppering in with some positive notes. But, um, no, it's actually it's it's okay. You know, we don't don't argue about most things, but I think it's the transition for me personally has probably been easy because he's just trusted me from the get go. So mm, mm. I've not really had to, I guess, have a fight for a like I guess a position or to feel valued because everything that I say he takes on board anyway. And like I said, being a friend first, I feel I have that upper hand of putting what he wants first before like what the business is, uh, I guess, trying to extract from him. So he just feels a lot more comfortable and knows that he's not, I guess, just being a sellout, really. And talking of comfort, 
Daniel, is that something that Nick's done with a number of his entourage, for want of a better way of putting it, that they're, they're people he has a, a really good, strong, healthy personal relationship with? Yeah, correct. So there's, there's really only two of us, um, excluding his girlfriend. So obviously his girlfriend, Costaine, she's been awesome. There's myself, who I travel with Nick all year round. Um, you know, obviously I'm like his business manager and do all the bits and pieces from day to day. Then there's his physio, William Ma. So he travels with us to a lot of the major tournaments. So the 1000s, the Grand Slams. But in terms of like the traveling team, that's it. And obviously we have um, an agent in America. His name's Stuart. He's an unreal bloke too. Um, but it's pretty tight knit. Well, we wish you well, Daniel, uh, for yourself and for, for Nick and the whole crew, obviously, for, for a big year ahead. And first and foremost, obviously, for Nick's recovery post-surgery, the appointment goes well today and he can get back on the court uh, sooner rather than later. We wish you well, mate, and, and really do appreciate the insights this morning. No, thanks for your time. Appreciate it.